the volume. It's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel. Football basketball season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. And there's tons of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out the same-game parlay plus. So use promo code MONACO and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football and basketball season. All right, welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever on the Moneyline Monaco podcast. Make sure to check us out on Amazon, Amp, and YouTube. Alex Monaco, chilling with Live Moods. Live. one week from today is Thanksgiving. Time is flying. We got a good one tonight. I would say this is a good Thursday night football matchup, just as the weather turns. Are you excited for it, Titans and Packers? Yeah, I mean, obviously the Titans just took down my Denver Broncos. I think they've been on a sneaky little heater, um, a heater that I don't think is being talked about a ton, which, again, it's the Titans. We haven't seen much consistency from them. They've been pretty banged up, so I don't think the expectations have been very high. And then we obviously know the Packers have been on the struggle bus. Aaron Rodgers has been on the struggle bus, but they may have turned a corner last week after defeating the Cowboys in a really close and exciting game. So this should be a very interesting and exciting matchup. Um we'll see. I mean, both of these teams are kind of in their own way, respectively, kind of climbing the ladder, um, getting better each week. So we'll see. We'll see what we get. I am not on a side in this one, but I do, however, like a side in terms of the total. So I'm going to stick with the total, but the side, I I, I know what you're on. I'll let you go first, but uh, I definitely, if I had to pick a side, I'd probably back you. Uh, well, the line's moving. I, I did lock in Packers at minus three. I knew the captain hook would come in. It is in. It is plus three and a half now for the Titans. Backers, it's plus 148 for the Titans money line, minus 176 for the pack, 41 and a half. See over under. Uh, yes, to your point, I locked in minus three. I am I'm officially locked in on that. And Liv, you go back, you look at Thursday night football. Let's just take these two teams. Forget the home favorites in this spot this year. The Packers are 7-0 straight up and against the spread in their last seven Thursday nights. And the Titans are 0-4 straight up and against the spread on Thursday night football. Now, of course, that goes back a lot longer than when Vrabel was there. That Those trends can be a little misleading. But right. I will say the Packers in their last two against the Titans... They've dismantled them. 95 points the Packers have put up in two games against the Titans the last two times they played them. They're outscoring them plus 74 in the point differential department. It's it's the biggest outscoring of any team in two games. You know I have these stats since the 60s. So oh, Jesus. Here we go stats again. Stats from the 60s. Here we go. Here we go again. No, I'm just saying. This team, you you heard me preach it. I, I don't need to go into a whole monologue this time. I am on the Packers, on the comeback, on the bounce back. Yeah. And again, this Titans team, are they really a 6-3 and three club? Because they got the fewest net yards of any team in the league. So how are they 6-3 and three 
and they got the least amount of yards in the league. That is a hoax. That is what people were calling the Giants. So again, Tannehill, you know, he's a, he's a Miami Dolphin quarterback by nature. Tennessee doesn't particularly get Lambeau cold. It does get cold, but you know what I'm saying. Warm weather lad in a cold weather environment. They're going to need to lean on Henry. We saw this defense have a ton of issues with staying on the field last week against the Broncos. This is not the Broncos. It's going to be an ugly game, but I'm leaning, I'm leaning Packers. How are you feeling? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, I, I It's funny because you talked about the differential and how much the Packers are their ability to score against this Titans team has done very, very well. But I actually like the under tonight. I mean, we have seen this season alone how well the unders have gone on Thursday night games. Uh, we've got 11.7 miles per hour winds tonight. So it is going to wow. be a little windy. It's going to be chilly out in Lambeau. Um, and uh, unders for this Packers team this season have gone 6-4. and four. Unders for the Titans have gone 7-2. and two. I like this to be more of a defensive game than an offensive game. Yes, we are seeing this Packers team find their groove. Um, but one game isn't enough to convince me that this is a this is a offense that can consistently perform well against a strong defense. I think both of these defenses are really going to show up in this game. Again, historically, we're seeing these unders in Thursday night games cash um, pretty consistently. So I'm going to rock with the under here. Again, I think it's Probably going to be a little bit of ugly football. Both of these teams coming off of a win. Um, I think defenses show up first, so I think we see a low-scoring affair. That's just kind of where I'm leaning here with some weather. Like you said, we've got a warm-weather QB playing in cold. I think that we see um, a lower-scoring game here, despite historically how these two teams are head-to-head. So if I had to go side, I lean with you on the Packers, but instead I'm just going to take the under in the game. I think that is my best bet for Thursday Night Football tonight. Yeah, I like the under a lot. Uh, I like the first half under, too. I think what Tennessee's shown defensively, I mean, they've allowed 20 points or fewer in six straight here. So since that blowout when we were both on the Titans with the points against Buffalo, they've shored up that defense, and you've seen Green Bay. I mean, yes, last week was a high-scoring game, hit the over. Typically not the style we're watching Green Bay play. Also, short week banged up bodies all over you could easily see this being a sluggish start I love the under I I absolutely do and again I mentioned that Titans lack of yards they're not necessarily moving the football and Rodgers is not lighting it up stretching the field like he has in years past so I like the under I mean the under almost could be the better play than a side here we know when Vrabel gets points it's terrifying when the Titans are underdogs it is terrifying so I'm a little nervous but I did see, pending where you go, look at your splits, money on the Titans, bet, excuse me, bets on the Titans, money on the Packers, at least as far as minus three. So that makes me feel a little better. But I like your underpick. Yay, let's go. Love it. All right. Getting into a little Sunday. We're going a little fade or follow. I'm going to throw you a few picks. You let me know what you think. Okay. I am going, I am loving this one because they, they really kind of stylistically they're similar in a sense of course a lot more playmakers on the vikings than the cowboys in my humble opinion this year but i'm loving the cowboys on the road forget the funny business of one and a half just take a minus 120 on the money line on FanDuel. perfect perfect public hammer the vikings everyone saw it biggest win some are calling it in franchise history celebrating on the plane again congratulations you're winning games in november what do we know about (laughs) dallas 
I mean, honestly, Dallas is top five in so many important categories. Live scoring, defense, passing yards allowed. They've given up in the last four weeks of football. They've given up 166 passing. That's incredible to me for a team that's got the most sacks in the league as well with their front seven. So we look at this Minnesota D off of last week. You gave up almost 500 yards for the second time this season. Kirk's been sacked 12 times over the last four games. Again, couple of offensive line issues as well. Injuries in Minnesota. It's going to be ugly for Captain Kirk, my friends. It's going to be ugly. I just, again, already looked at it. You, you can. This is one of those games you know without even looking that the public is going to back Minnesota. One loss at home. Just watch Green Bay beat Dallas. This is the trap game. So it's a pick em. Last thing I'll say is Dallas is three out of their last four straight-up wins against Mini. They play them very well. They're 2-1 and one against the spread since Dak's return. Pollard's playing out of his mind, and I think they're getting Zeke back. So, yeah, I'm going with the better defense and hopefully the team that takes better care of the football on Sunday. You fading or falling, Dallas money line. Even though I'm dating Kirk Cousins and I absolutely love him, um, I'm going to go ahead and follow you on this one, Monaco, because to me, this is a must-win game for Dak, not the Cowboys, Dak Prescott. I am seeing so much chatter and conversation about what does the future of this Cowboys team look like with Dak Prescott? Because it's about that time. I'm looking at my watch, my invisible watch going. It's about that time for the Cowboys to Cowboy where they have everything that they need. They have a, they have a top 10 defense, top five even. Um, they have their star quarterback back. Um, they've got playmakers on offense. So why are we still in this, the same position year after year where it's like, you know, you've got the coach making the decision to go for it instead of kicking the field goal. I mean, it's just a frustrate. It's frustrating to watch the Cowboys. It really is. And I think yeah. there's a lot of conversation and a lot of pressure that is falling on Dak Prescott's shoulders right now, despite whether it's his fault or not. Um, I think year after year, the common denominator here is Dak. And, you know, we've seen him in and out of the season with his health, and then he's back, and then it's not what we expected it to be. And they were on a really great win streak with their backup QB in Cooper Rush. And so there's so much conversation right now. I think that there's a lot of pressure on not only the Cowboys, but mostly Dak Prescott to get a win here. This is a big bounce-back spot for them. I think they have a strong enough defense to be able to slow down this Vikings offense. Kirk Cousins, as great as they have looked lately, a good defense is enough to stop or slow down Kirk Cousins. So I, I'm going to go ahead and follow you because I do think that this is a must-win game for Dak, and I think that it's going to be a bloodbath, and I think that they'll make it happen. So I'm going to follow you on this one. I love it. Look, the game plan's there. Just run the football. And yep. there's a magic number out there when Minnesota holds teams to under 137 rush yards. They're great. Over 137, they're getting outscored 166 to 96, and the Cowboys average two yards less than 137. So if they get Zeke back, love them to run over that number. And again, just a great spot. You don't get these spots a lot where you just know the whole world's going to bet the Vikings. And totally. again, they're not a bad team, but they're not an eight and one team. I'm sorry. Get back, get back to the middle of the NFC where you belong. All right, Minnesota. Sorry to our guy, Paul. Okay. I got another one. I want to throw it to you. Fading or following. I'll go a little shorter on this. This is just 
Divisional home dog, prime time. I love the Chargers at six and a half. If you can get them at seven on FanDuel, great. They're hosting the Chiefs. Chiefs could not look better living the last three weeks. Mahomes has been out of his mind. I think he's got 1,200 yards, eight tugs, no picks. So all is well in Kansas City. I will say, though, watching the Chargers over the last few weeks, no Mike Williams, no Keenan Allen, banged up line, and Herbert's still finding ways. They win a tough one in Atlanta. They played competitively. I was on the points against Shanahan, who doesn't cover as a home favorite, didn't. So, again, a big number. Again, kind of the methodology we know. Home dog, divisional game. You've preached it. We've talked it out. Six of the last nine games since Mahomes has been under center for this Chiefs team against the Chargers has been less than seven seven points or less. So two-thirds of the games these guys have played is exactly less than the number we're getting. So I love that. Also, I took the Chargers. I'm almost confused by the line. They're, They're plus four week two. We got the Herbert backdoor cover after the pick six, if you remember. I was on that. It's only two points more, and they're at home than on the road. I don't know. It seems like they should maybe even be getting more. I think it's just respect to this Chargers team. But again, Herbert's balled against the Chiefs. They don't scare him. Three tugs, 334 yards in week two. So again, if the Chiefs go out early, I like a backdoor cover. We've also talked that out with Herbert. He gets that to us. And the last four between these two have gone over 50 which just shows you. Go back and look. They go tit for tat, touchdown for touchdown. It's just a number play. I got to go Chargers. You fading or following? I want to follow so bad because head-to-head these two teams, I, There is we have not seen a blowout by the Chiefs um, between these two teams in the last five um, based on what I'm looking at right here. So I want to follow you, but to me, this is just not the same Chargers team that we have seen. I think this Chargers team got – a little too much hype going into this season. I'm guilty of it as well. I mean, they they play in the same division as the Denver Broncos, and I had anticipated them being extremely competitive and terrifying, to be completely honest with you, and we haven't really seen that. So I do worry a little bit here about the fact that, you know, this is a Kansas City team that is – just looking really, really good. Um, really, really strong. Patrick Mahomes looks better than ever to me, which is which is scary. You know, we we saw him lose Tyree Kill. We thought that was gonna uh, affect his game, and it really hasn't. So. I worry a little bit in this spot because trends will tell you that the Chargers covering as a divisional underdog is the move. Um, But this is just not the same Chargers team that we have seen in recent years. I just think they were a little overhyped. Now, you could also make the case that they have been banged up. Um, And and to your point, Justin Herbert has done great things with what he's had. Uh, But to me... I just don't like I don't feel comfortable fading the Chiefs right now. I just don't. They they have given me no reason to want to fade them. Um obviously they got a little humbled in that primetime game against the Titans, but to me they are a fundamentally sound football team and I cannot say the same for the Chargers here. So I'm not going to fade or follow. This is a probably <laughs> a stay away for me for right now. Um again, trends will tell you that following your bet is the is the perfect move here but this just isn't the same Chargers team to me it's just not so I'm gonna if I have to if I have to pick right now I'm gonna say fade but not because I don't like the bet mostly because I just don't know if I can fade the Chiefs right now it just feels too terrifying so I'm gonna say fade but it's a great bet I mean like I said trends historically head-to-head these two teams you're on the right side here but it's it's a scary one for me 
Yeah, and again, I took I took Jags. At, we did in our parlay with nine and a half. So at ten point victory. This could be again six and a half closing line. Chiefs win by seven. We get bit on the hook, but I gotta take it. I gotta take it. Um, I, I want to throw you. one more to you. Right. Uh, I'm I'm a little fascinated. It's staying at Giants minus three. Live because the Lions. I'm sorry. Uh, You've heard me say this, Jared Goff, Southern California lad, outdoor cold weather. I mean, forget about it. I, he had a serviceable game last week. I will give him credit. The Bears gifted that game, and I am so mad at the Bears. I backed them. I know you had them. I had them in parlays. Just, again, showing you the youth of the team, not knowing how to handle being up two scores at the end of the third. Neither here nor there. That's only the fourth time the Lions have even come back from 14 down going in the fourth. They don't do that. There's two teams I'm fading, which were anomalies. The Vikings don't, don't come back like that, and the Lions don't come back like that. So I'm picking a regression spot again here off a career-high Saquon rushing attempt outing, off a of Danny Dimes exquisite passer rating, off a Giants team that led the whole game versus the Texans, and I'm just looking at this Giants D, I'm looking at this Lions offense. You still, their most important piece on offense, in my opinion, is Swift. And Swift has just been banged up. And Jay Will is not a three-down back against this Giants bend but not break D. I'm sorry. They have historic numbers for third-down defense. Teams are only completing 43% of passes, not even converting third-down conversions. They're not even completing passes against this Wink Martindale scheme. So it's just a coaching mismatch. I get Dable and Wink and a significantly better personnel as far as scheme. We've seen it week to week. I know the jo I know the Lions cover, right? We know that. But again, they've won two straight lives. So is this a Lions team that's going to come in and win three straight at the Giants with Goff and a lot of pressure on him with a very good pass defense? I can't do it. I mean, honestly, this defense for Detroit is so bad. They're so bad. It's unbelievable. You gave up 30 points to the Bears. I can't back it. I got to go G-Man minus three. You fading and following. This one scares me, Monica. No way. The Lions haven't won on the road in 13 road outings. Liv. I know. Last you week know broke 13. That's years yeah, but of Monaco, abysmal road talk of football. Monica, you you watch the NFL. You know that this is this right here. This game is the spot where the Lions screw everybody over because the moment you get off the Lions and you just assume, ah, uh, whatever, you know, I'm done with them. Blah 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 blah. That's where they turn around and they and they win. To me, the only reason that I am not liking this game is because the line is fishy. The line is, is fishy. it. It is. I don't know. To me. Only three point favorite? No, I, I agree. I agree. This Giants team is so much is is to me way more deserving of a larger of a larger spread here as the favorite. Yeah. I mean, it it that's the part to me where I'm just kind of like, Ugh. the Giants are rested. They're playing at home. This is a seven and two team versus a two and seven team. Only three points. Yeah. No, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. So so the fishiness of the line. I've 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 gotten better about if the line doesn't make sense, it's not meant to. Maybe stay away from it. So this is a stay away spot for me. But you know, I am I, 
frick, I love this Giants team. I need one more win to cash my I know, seven you and love a half. Them. My seven and a half wins total that was plus money odds before the season started. So I love them. I've been high on this Giants team since before the season started. But the line is fishy. Um, this Lions team is sneakily weird and inconsistent. Uh, their offense, they do know how to score, uh, which is which is a weird thing because they still manage to lose games, but they score very, very well. Um, I, I don't know, Monaco. No, that's I, cool. I, Look, I, that's fair. It's I just, stressing me out. The giant, the Giants gave up twenty-seven to the Seahawks, twenty-three to the Cowboys, and they did give up twenty-two to the Packers. But outside of that, no one's putting up over twenty points on them the entire season. The Lions give up twenty-nine points a game. I mean, thirty-one the Finns, forty-five points they gave up to the Seahawks, forty-five. They didn't score against the Patriots. That's the other thing I'm thinking here. Scheme-wise, this Lions team's going to get hard knocks exposed by this coaching mismatch. I've picked two plays this week on solely coaching mismatches, and I feel like we have one this week. And again, golf outdoors, back-to-back road games. I'm sorry, I will lose money on the Giants on this one. And I've faded the Giants a lot. I've been very anti-Giants in New York. I just don't believe what I'm watching. I feel like it's just going to eventually come crashing down. So far, so good. I, I just, I love fading the Lions off an emotional win. Well, I will tell you, 62% of the bets are rocking with your Giants, your Giants spread bet, but 64% of the money are rocking. Oh, with I know. I know I'm on cover, the public side. I am well aware. I'm on, I'm, I, Cowboys is sharp. I'm not telling you Giants is sharp. There's, there's no sharpness in this. This is just scary. fading a bad organization. No, and listen, I again, I mean, you look at this on you look at these two teams on paper, you look at this first glance to me Giants no-brainer. But this feels like one of those sneaky games where that line is not making sense. Vegas knows something we don't and it's just a stay away from me personally. But again, I'm I'm a chicken shit, so I'm staying away from it. That doesn't mean that anybody else should. To me, it's just like, mm, I don't know what that number what that what that 3 points is all about, so I'm just going to I'm going to stay away, but I do. I believe you're on the right side. You are definitely backing the better team. Simply, we'll we'll so. see. We'll see. I you make some good points. I the pushback was all valid. I mean, you made you made excellent points. So, again, public G-men, we ride. Uh, right. let's, let's throw a couple of would you rathers here before we, we get out of here. This Buffalo Blizzard game. They might move it. So, let's assume they don't. And it's going to be in Buffalo. The lines moved down a little. So now it's Browns plus seven and a half. Would you rather back the Browns in the Buffalo blizzard or the bills? It's going to be interesting. Um, let me tell you, I, I, I kind of want to back the Browns. Um, I mean, you get Nick Chubb in a game where you can't throw the football. That's what I'm Single saying. Single carry Nick Chubb. And, I know you have Josh listen. Allen, but. Let's not forget the Browns know how to play in cold weather. I mean, if there's a cold weather team right. that can handle a snowstorm, it's the Browns. I mean, right. the few times I have been to Cleveland, I have been freezing my AWS off, okay? It's cold there. I mean, yeah. it's not like this is a, you know, this is the Chargers headed to Bill, to, the, to the Buffalo Bills where there's six feet of snow. No, this is a team that knows how to play in cold weather, and I think there's going to be a lot of running the ball Good thing that the Browns are ranked fifth in rushing yards per game. I yeah. mean, to me, 
there is no reason that this game should be a blowout from the Bills. We've seen this Bills team struggle. I think I saw some stat that, what is it, uh, Josh Allen has had six turnovers in the last three games or something. I saw some – I mean, he's he's out of sorts right now. We know this. Right. Um, I, I think I got to take the Browns with the points here. I mean, whether you're not going to see the QBs passing much, so I don't have to worry about Brissett versus – Allen here. Um, not that Allen is all that intimidating right now like he used to be, but to me, yeah, Nick Chubb in cold weather, if there's a team that I've I want to back more in a rushing game, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Browns here. So I think I like the Browns to cover in a would you rather, I'm gonna back the Browns. Yeah, it, this is such a rough one to to pick a side on because of the weather. It is. But no, it you po- you pose some some good ways to look at look at the painting for this one. I, again, I, I go back to the geez, you get you get Chubb and Hunt or Singletary and Allen. If, if this if it's true that this snow is higher than Singletary's height, like you said before on air, I don't know if that's actually true or not. That's a little concerning. That the snow's gonna go higher than the height of the running back. I, I did see well, I saw some <laughs> I saw some like thing on Twitter that said like I think they said three to six feet. And so they're saying like maximum you could get six feet, and someone was like, uh, Devin Singletary's five seven. So what are we supposed to do if the snow is higher than he is? So I just thought that was kind of a funny joke. But they're That's supposed great. to get a lot of snow, my understanding. Lots yeah, I snow. think I think your your cold weather team point was was enough for me to to feel comfortable with the better running team and the better running back here, uh, if not the best running back in the NFL. I mean, you can make a case for Nick Chubb being the best running back in the NFL uh, this year or any year. Uh, he's he's top three for sure. So, yeah, I think we got to take the points. Uh, I I'd rather go with with the Browns. I'm with you. This one let's wrap with is now there's a now there's a hook again. I locked this in at minus three. It's a three and a half. Patriots, we'll call it three and a half. Would you rather back the Patriots minus three and a half hosting the Jets off a bye or the Jets with the hook on the road? Monaco, you're asking me about the Patriots. Why, oh, why, oh, why? Um, (laughs) I will tell you the Patriots historically do very well against the Jets. And that's kind of oh, the one thing. They yeah, own they own them. 13 it's like, wins it's in like, a row. 13. It's like Rodgers with the Bears. <laughs> the, the Patriots own the Jets. And so to me, that's kind of the one thing that I'm looking at here. Um, wanting to back the Patriots. They're playing at home. Uh, they historically just play the Jets very, very well. So in a game of would you rather – I'll go Patriots, but you know I don't love betting this Patriots team. But would you rather I'll back the Patriots here? I don't love the number at three and a half either, just so you nah, know. I know. If it were I, three, that'd be different. Um, because it's three and a half, it kind of is making me want to take the Jets here because it could be a field goal game. But yeah. if I'm going off of history, would you rather I'll go Patriots? But I don't love that three and a half number at all. I don't love it, but yeah, the history's on our side here. And again, Belichick against Zach Wilson, I mean, he did exactly what you would want this Patriots defense to do. Just put him in scenarios where he's going to turn the ball over, had three picks in in round one. He had to, they eliminated the run completely. Michael Carter at 26 yards. James Robinson just acquired at 17. So, as you know, Belichick shuts down what you do well. They run the ball well. So, this is an odd stat that I found. 
But when Wilson throw when the Jets throw for fewer than 250 passing yards, they're five and zero this year. When they go for more passing yards, which you would think you're moving the ball more, they're one and three. Well, Zach Wilson had 355 passing yards against the Patriots, and they lost. So that was exactly what Belichick, I think, wanted was let's eliminate the run, make Wilson beat us, and force tough throws. And again, statistically, they're these teams are down the middle, almost everything. The only edge we have, if you're back in the Patriots, which I am, is they got 31 sacks, which is third in the league. So they're going to get to Wilson. It's going to be a long day. Again, it's on the road. I'm sorry, the Sala CVS receipts do not apply for this weekend. I would rather back the Patriots, hook or no hook. I'm going down with New England. Fair enough. I agree with you. I hate it because I hate back in the, you know, I hate back in the Patriots this year, but I agree with you on this one. I we're out of here just real 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 quick I took the Colts I am terrified if you had to would you rather one more swallow six and a half or take the Colts at home with the six and a half what would you do against the Eagles put a fork in my eye is that an option (laughs) (laughs) oh man is it an option to put a fork in my freaking eyeball because I cannot if I lose money at the hands of the Colts one more time I have to quit my job I have to there's no other option I mean my god there's there's only so many times you can allow yourself to get burned by the same organization I can't do it now they they did make a coaching change so it's a different circumstance different different team if you will I can't do it Monaco I mean I just can't do it I can't so my option is C fork in my eyeball but all right that is a fair I'll be rooting for your bet how about that fair bubble on the scantron we <laughs> get out of here with a FanDuel ad start the NFL week off right with a no sweat same game parlay every Thursday from FanDuel America's number one sports book doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account every Thursday night you'll get free bets back if your NFL same game parlay doesn't hit SGPs are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday tonight you got the Packers hosting the titans you heard liv's compelling case on the under i'm leaning packers just historically against this team so many player props to add in there a little aaron jones maybe christian cooks again of course you got a derrick henry rushing prop in this cold weather build your own or choose from one of the popular sgps pre-built for you in FanDuel's top rated sportsbook app however you want to play you can bet the nfl every thursday night with a no sweat same game parlay and with FanDuel's new live same game parlays you can continue building sgps even after the game has started just sign up with promo code Monaco if you don't already have an account. That's promo code Monaco to get free bets back if your SGP doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, for Liv, I am Monaco, I think. And uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> we, uh, we will see you next week for a little Turkey Day special. We got some fun stuff and the World Cup starting. So a lot to look forward to. We'll see you then.